1: They're long friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners.
3: Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk.
1: Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you Steve.
3: It's Willard and Dibs. Uh! On 95.7, The
1: Game. Grandy, uh, did Stanley do the thing? Did he do the thing? He already did the thing. All right, yeah. so we oh do yeah. the thing?
3: Yeah. All right. Then
1: let's just do our own thing.
3: Let's do our own thing, but I, I can't help but be distracted by the fact that we've
1: got listener royalty in we the really building. We, we really do. We I really mean, do. Grandpa Daddy is here. Um, with his baby with girl. With his little baby girl. Yes. Who is absolutely My gorgeous. My goodness. And uh, so he's ready. He's ready for the big game. I woke up feeling so So ready for the big game. And I I mean, honestly, unlock the lines. We want to talk to all of you today. It's a stupid sports radio thing, but days like this come around if you're lucky once or twice a decade. Well, every four years around here, right? Well, there you go. If you're a lucky fan base, this comes around once or twice a decade, the Friday before the Super Bowl. So let's just get stupid. How you feeling? That's all I'm – and let's just – let's play. How you feeling? You can answer that any way you want. You want to throw up? You feel uber confident somewhere in between? You want to break down the game? You want to just mentally break down yourself? Let's do it. Today's the day. This is our last chance to talk before this Super Bowl finally happens. How y'all feeling?
3: Yeah, nervous, Mark. Are you? More nervous than ever. See, yeah. do you know what's interesting? And Did I've you... gone from confident, back back, 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 right? I've done the Chris Berman this week. All week, week long. Yeah. It's ups,
1: it's downs, it's ups yeah. and downs. I wonder what'll happen over the weekend. I'm the opposite of you. I woke up today and I'm like, they got this. We got this. They freaking got this. Oh Let's my go. god. You and I are passing each other
3: on the uh on the on the on the specter well on dude
1: the, the day you were out the day you had to you had to stay at home yeah. with uh with your fam and uh, fp was here I, I i was white as a ghost i'm like they're going to lose they it's like i and i think mahomes mahomes does this to you this is something that, that that like i've almost turned it into an exercise this week try to remove from your mind the idea of Patrick Mahomes standing there in the pocket looking around and dicing you up. Because if you go, okay, how do we stop Mahomes? You can't. You you can't if you just make it about him. But here's my message today. It's not just about him. And they didn't carve people up all year. At all. The Niners were way more powerful than they were on offense. Throughout the year. It wasn't even close Scored 120 more points. That is almost a touchdown and a field goal per game. More than what the Chiefs scored. So this Chiefs team did not carve everybody up. And Mahomes was there for all the games. But they did not just carve everybody up. So there's something that's doable here. The Raiders had defensive scores on back-to-back plays against this guy. It is a team game. And the 49ers, when they're right, have the best team. They do. Say that again. The 49ers, and I know, here's the qualification sensation. That's a buck. When they're right. Okay,
3: stop. Cha-ching! Stop right there.
1: Stop what you're doing. Because I'm about about to ruin
3: ruin your quaint little point that you're making on a Friday. And
1: the style that I'm used to. Thank you. (laughs) Yes.
3: You never cease to amaze me, Mark Willard. One of these
1: days, it'll just stop amazing you. And I'm I'm estimating 2031. I got the fever for the flavor. You do.
3: And uh, man, shout out Black Sheep with that reference. But uh, I don't know if they are right. And that's where I have to take a pause. And I thought about this yesterday. I was texting with the great Greg Thompson third-grade teacher out in uh, the neighborhood in which I live, and he was asking me about this and that, how do I feel, love the show, love the stream, and all that. And I said, well, when I think about it, it's not Andy Reid against Kyle Shanahan. It's Andy Reid against Steve Wilkes, and it's Shanahan against Spagnola. Yep, good point. So Shanahan, Spagnola, uh, that's close to me. And I'll give Shanny the nod just because, He is the QB whisperer, and he's got the laminated play sheet and all the rest of it. But the other side of it, Andy Reid against Steve Wilkes, that's the one that scares me. And even though, yes, you've seen Kansas City's offense, they're not dynamic, they're not this, they're not that, they have the best player on the field, and they have maybe the second best player on the field, or Uh, third or fourth, that'd be Travis Kelsey. Uh, In terms of the the combination, mm. like, geez, I mean... Brock and, and McCaffrey. No, they're, one,
1: they're, they're, they're the they are the they are, most it. prolific passer touchdown combo in the history of the NFL. Better than Montana to Rice right. in terms of the number of touchdowns. And they're both yeah. still
3: playing at or near it. the peak it. of their yes, of their. Yes. Uh, of the, you know, yes. I haven't seen any drop off in Travis and Mahomes is what twenty six. I don't even know how old he is. Twenty six. But, jeez, yeah. I mean, that combo, what they showed us against Baltimore, was, I mean, awe-inspiring. They had everything that they wanted and more. So I think about Steve Wilks. Can Steve Wilks do what needs to be done to take that away? If you take that away, fine. Isaiah Pacheco, whatever. I'm not as worried about him as I am about Travis and Pat. Pat and Travis.
1: Um, he's going to turn 29 at the end of the summer. Holmes? Homes. yeah. Oh,
3: he's washed. Yeah, exactly. It's over. <laughs>
1: it's over. I don't know what this means, but agree or disagree. This whole week, and I don't mean from our perspective, obviously. We're in San Francisco. This whole week, nationally, has felt like it was about the Niners. You notice that? Look around. Look around. Radio Row, look around the national shows, look around at um, what other players are even tweeting about, talking about, the even the stories that we followed, Sodgate and the fire alarm poll, and Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that, um, the top five in the MVP voting come out, there are two 49ers in, on it. The whole thing has felt so silent about the Chiefs. Like, go ahead, your favorite Chiefs moment of the week was? Did one even happen? I don't Mahomes even know the- doing
3: his Kermit the Frog?
1: Great. Okay. So that's your that's I mean, your right? signature that of the it? week. And I could come up with 20 things that the media latched onto with regard to the 49ers that come in ahead of that. I don't know if this is good bad. It may not matter at all. It's just something I notice. This whole week, and therefore, I believe, the view of the NFL observer and participant is that this game, this game's about the Niners. The question everybody wants to know is, are they going to be their best selves? If they are, they're not losing. But mysteriously, sometimes they're not. And and it's it's honestly right. it's a it's not a great question because it's not there's no way to give a pointed answer to this you you can't do anything but shrug your shoulders are the Niners going to be their best selves I have no <laughs> idea yeah I have, no one knows I have no idea I have no idea sometimes why they're not but they're healthy they're ready they have the roster they have the this they have the that they've got the green check mark next to everything. It just comes down to are they going to show up and be their best selves? If they are, they win. Period. Period.
3: Yeah. I mean, put one more period on that and it becomes. Period. It becomes a dot, dot, dot. And that's where I think we are because they could be their best selves and they could still not win. Because it comes down to the red zone, and if you don't score in the red zone, and the Chiefs do, you're going to lose.
1: Then that's not your best selves.
3: Well, I mean, the defense is a team full of paid professionals as well, and their defense is better than your defense, statistically. Mm -hmm. And their defense has the ability to stop you, you. And I was looking at Warren Sharp earlier today, and he was detailing since Week 10... The number of punts produced by each team, and the Chiefs are far and away better. And you know the red zone efficiency of the defense, and the Chiefs are far and away better. The Niners' defense has not been the same,
1: really, since the bye, But that's since the stuff. But, but that's the stuff we do since week ten. Yeah. Why? What? We who, can all arbitrarily draw that? whatever we want to draw. Yeah. Since yeah. since yesterday, neither team has scored. Right. To your point about being
3: their best, I think about the game on Christmas, which was 46 days ago today, and Brock Purdy was not at his best, and in fact, he was at his worst. And that's why he finished not first, not second, not third, but fourth? In the MVP, and we get into that. We get into that, and I told you that he might finish behind McCaffrey. McCaffrey. who's
1: third, Which is great. Well, that's the stupid one, and that's—for me, I I don't want—we can talk about it briefly, but here's the overall point. I couldn't give a rip— about any individual awards today. The Niners are in the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson had a speech yesterday, and none of you saw it, because none of you care. I don't care. I know we talked a lot about the MVP. Is it cool? Would it have been cool? Sure. There's no question where you'd rather be. Lamar's got the MVP. Brock's got a game. And you all know which one's more important. So... Uh, but if you want to, for, for one minute, I will just say this. Tell me what the rules are so that we can follow them. If two quarterbacks are going to get together for a game, and you're going to elevate that head-to-head matchup at such a level that it literally decides the MVP for you, if you're going to do that, then you have to do that Consistently. So, if Lamar won the MVP because Christmas, then Dak cannot finish two spots ahead of Brock Purdy. Dak Prescott hasn't won a game that mattered against a good team since my little kid was like in diapers. Mm. I, I, I mean, my God, when the hell has Dak Prescott shown up for a big game, checks watch, ever? Ever? And you tell me that that stuff matters because Christmas night. Big game. Big stage. Okay, Sunday night football, week five, you wet the bed. You wet the bed, and Brock Purdy threw... How many touchdown passes did he have in that game? Three, four, five. I can't even remember. They won by 32 points, and Dak couldn't get a first down. So if you're going to create that rule in your brain, then use it. Use it. And don't tell me that it was... Well, but that was a couple months ago. So what? So what? That game mattered. It mattered a lot, in fact. And there you have it. That's my that's my two minutes on the MVP. Award.
3: Okay. Well, there's a lot more to it than that, and I think that first and foremost, it comes down to what we've talked about for the better part of a year and change now, and it's disrespect to Brock Purdy because not only did he not finish in second. He didn't finish in third. He finished a very distant fourth, and he barely beat out Josh Allen for fifth in the voting. And if you look at the voting breakdown, 50 voters. Peter King among them, friend of the program. uh, Michael Silver, who we've had on the show, another voter. And so you had Lamar get 49 of 50. Josh Allen got the other first place vote. We could talk about that. (laughs) Maybe never. That's wild. But that to me, okay. It's Lamar Jackson fine. Sure. He could have gotten all 50, but then second place, Dak 17, McCaffrey 17, Purdy 9. And that's where I think you look at nationally, you look at a guy who had one of the better years at quarterback, not only this year, but in history. In the history of QB rating, he's top 17, top 15, all time, and yet he finishes behind his running back, who was very good, and... You know, he got McCaffrey, got more seconds, he got more thirds, and Brock Purdy got more fourth and fifth place votes. But that to me is what stands out the most, Mark, from this voting is yeah. that the Brock Purdy disrespect
1: is national. Absolutely. And it tells me that as we were moving into the Christmas holiday, and the word on the street at least was Brock is and he was the odds on favorite to win the award. Right. All you voters out there, if any of the fifty of you are listening, and I actually don't put Peter King in this 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 bucket because he told us directly he was getting ready to vote for Brock, and I get it. He lost it that night. I have no problem with that. But you were looking for a reason to vote against him. To push him out of the number one slot is fine. To shove him down to number four behind Dak Prescott, who didn't beat a good team all year long, you were looking for a reason. And you found it. Good for you. And how about this,
3: Mark? Of the 50 ballots that were cast, uh, 11 of them didn't have Brock Purdy in the top five. Let me say that again. (laughs) 11 of the 50, which is more than 20%, did not have him In the top five. Lamar got votes in all 50. Dak got votes in 47. McCaffrey got votes in 44. Purdy got votes on 39. Brock Purdy. Over it. Quarterback of the NFC one seed. Yep. Leader in QB rating, yards per attempt, and all the rest of the metrics in which he led. And he 11 voters thought, eh, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. a Shanahan
3: creation, anyway. <laughs> yeah. if, if he needed fuel and he doesn't, he
1: doesn't. If they needed fuel oh, already, and they don't, he already had plenty.
3: Right, but I, I just the fact that that's the way it broke down. Where
1: 11 voters said, "Eh, it's no surprise. It's the same thing we've been dealing with all year, and it's all good." And uh, and so many of you are right. The tone of today is fine. Awards, voting, second, third, fourth, this person thinks that, and this person over here thinks this. All good. We got a game. And the first step to changing any of that stuff, and I do say it's only a first step, is to win this football game. You go out there and you perform well and you win this football game. That's a big step toward all of this stuff going away uh, throughout his career. It's Willard and Dibbs. We'd love to take your phone calls throughout the afternoon. How you feeling? How you feeling, Don? In the city, hey Don, what's going on? You're on with Willie and Debbie.
4: Uh How are you guys doing? Fantastic, Don. Yeah, you know, like i This is the this is the most intense game I ever saw. I'm, I'm going to watch uh, Kansas City and the Ford. This is the more. Nervous in game than I ever watched all the Super Bowls with the 49ers. Why do you why do you Nervous
1: feel 49ers? that one? Why why do you feel that way, Don? Why is this one more intense because, than even the other ones?
4: But, because you know, like I'm scared of Mahomes, but they, the only way the 49ers got to win, they got to just pressure him. Just got to play defense hard and play offense hard. I just want Rob Perry to play a good game and shut these people up. Say he did not get do this and do that. I want him to shut
1: the people up. That's all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I know just, what, exactly what you're saying, Don. Yeah, shut the people up, Don. Shut them up. Um, hey, Don, try to have some fun with it, okay?
4: Of course. You guys too, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Don.
3: Been having fun. Thanks, Don. Three hours
1: yesterday on the stream was fun. I know a lot of people who are actually looking at this thing through that lens. Like, they really, it's almost like, sure, number one emotion is you want the 49ers to win the football game. Yes. But the Brock Purdy fan (laughs) out there is like, it's almost like if I told you that Sunday night, the Niners win the game. Uh let's call it uh 19 to 16. Jake Moody boots four. Uh Brock Purdy has no touchdowns, one pick and one fumble. Mm. McCaffrey runs for a hundred yards and the game's only touchdown for the Niners. They win by three, and Brock Purdy's a Super Bowl champion. Like, there's a tiny little portion of your heart that's like Damn it. Like, I want right. Brock to shut the people up. You want to shove a yeah. football in their mouth. They win 12-11. feed it to them. Four Moody's. Or maybe, you know, <laughs> two
3: Moody's and a pick six, right, from yeah. Tashawn Gibson, somebody who won't win the MVP. And they win it 13-12. to And, you know, for the first time in the Super Bowl history, there's no offensive touchdown.
1: Mahomes doesn't get one. Brock doesn't get well, one. Well, that would almost even it out. If the greatest in the game doesn't get one either, you're just like, well, it's just one of those days. It's just one of those days. Yeah. But, but I, you know. really a lot of people I know this. A lot of people just want him to shove it to yes. people in this game on Sunday. So that's like a No, second, I
3: get it. You know? Second place votes in the MVP. Dak 17, McCaffrey 17, uh Brock nine. Josh Allen 5, Tyreek 2.
1: My only issue is Dak. Second place. My only issue is Dak. My only issue is Dak. Christian finishing in front of Brock does not bother me one bit. In fact, where Brock finishes doesn't bother me one bit. He didn't win the award. He shouldn't have won the award. I'm fine with it. But pick your rules and then use them. Does winning big games matter? Well, not in October. Why not? Because that's the way we do it. Doc didn't do it in any month. Right. None of the months did he win big games. Well, he had a great year.
3: He As had. Mark a, Grandy told you on, the, on our show thread. He had year
1: against the New York Giants. A great year. We had better games against them than Brock did. If you want a um, comparison shot He shop. played one game against the Giants and did pretty well, by the way. The Niners scored 30 points. I mean, look. Dak he Prescott. was shaky
3: early in that game. Dak Pres-
1: he was. He was. Dak Prescott threw for 200, what's 20 plus 16, 236 yards more than Brock. By the way, he played an extra game. Okay. 236 yards more than Brock. What's
3: the average per game? Probably about the same. Um, but
1: go ahead. Probably, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yards per game. Dak Prescott, 265. Brock Purdy, 267. Okay? Yeah, for Brock. Brock Purdy, yeah. Brock has got him by 2 yards. Touchdowns. Dak, 36, Brock 31. Interceptions. Dak, 9, Brock 11. Um yards per attempt which we you know we 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 love to get into. Brock 9.6, Dak, 7.7. QBR Brock 113, Doc 105.9. These are all phenomenal stats. They're phenomenal stats. Okay, so what's the tiebreaker? Gee, I wonder if I could think of one, huh? What would be the tiebreaker between Brock and Dak? Maybe head to head. Oh, that would have been a good idea. <laughs> um, what about what about like like performances in big games against teams that have a winning record? How about that? Should we do that? Hmm, we could do that. Um, I know you vote before the playoffs, but wouldn't it be nice to also be like how'd they do when they got to the playoffs? How'd they do? What are we doing? Well, that doesn't matter, as it, you know. I know it doesn't matter, but there is not one thing you can tell me as to why Dak Prescott should finish against Brock Purdy if you're actually looking at this through a lens of fairness. Or, 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 or you know, the only reason, he's got a star on the side of his helmet. He, he Maybe he won some fantasy games for people. C.D. Lamb, yay. And we've known him longer. That's it. He got torched by Brock Purdy. Embarrassed on the biggest television show of the year. So Well,
3: he didn't get embarrassed. Sure he did. His defense did.
1: You don't remember his stats that day, do you?
3: Not great, yeah. He threw for a buck forty. Buck forty. Buck a, forty, Mark. A buck forty. Well, they are too busy running the ball for fifty seven yards. A buck
1: forty. <laughs> Here it is. I actually got him at a buck fifty three. Yeah, buck fifty three. Oh, don't forget well, the, the sack th- yards come off. Three, three interceptions. interceptions. Yeah. The, the net three yards. interceptions. I remember those two. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Let's not keep falling into it. Don't care about the MVP. Win I love the Super it. The Bowl. phone or the phones care. Yeah, Brian. Callers, and, Brian in San Jose. Hey, Brian. What's up?
5: Hey, it's great to be on. I just I just had to uh, voice my opinion on the criteria that the voters, of course, are um, going on in terms of uh, establishing who is the MVP, and they're pretty much contradicting themselves because because uh, traditionally the MVP award is supposed to go to the player who uh, is on, a obviously, a Super Bowl-contesting football team who's been the most consistent throughout the season. So based on that criteria, it should have either been uh, McCaffrey or Brock Purdy because those were the two most consistent players. On the teams that obviously have the best chance of going to the Super Bowl, which is typically the top two uh, seeds, um, the number one obviously seed in each conference. So it should have been one of those two. But I think that the the uh, voters were so um, influenced by the media uh, going back to um, December 25th on Christmas Day that. They, they, everybody said whoever wins this is going to win the MVP, whoever wins uh, this game. So I, I think that they were heavily influenced by that game, which they should not have been because it's still one game. And that's what weighed into the decision making. And if you go back to this throughout the of course of the, the season, um, uh, the quarterback for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, he, he played well throughout the vast majority of the season, but he only played great like the last three games of the season and that does not merit uh, an MVP because he just wasn't all that good until the, the final three games of the season. And I just want to end it on this note. I don't uh, the MVP award will mean nothing in comparison to who wins this MVP uh, Super Bowl MVP this Sunday. So whether it be rock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, etc, that's the true MVP that we should be concerned about. And um, I just want to leave it on
1: that. Absolutely. Brian, thank, thank you. you I, Brian. I, I, I'll split the difference here with you. I, I don't think Lamar Jackson was only good the last three weeks of the season. Lamar was amazing, and I have zero issue with him winning the MVP. And I'm not going to eliminate the importance of Christmas Day. Again, what I'm asking for is consistency. Right. If you're going to tell me, that it's a showdown between Lamar and Brock, and Kiena's mas macho, and whoever wins... And we know who was mas macho that No night. doubt, and whoever wins, that eliminates the other one from the MVP, then don't come to me four weeks later and say Doc is two spots ahead of Brock when Doc embarrassed himself on Sunday Night Football with 150 yards through the air and three picks and a 32-point loss while Brock Purdy was dancing in the end zone every seven minutes. You can't do it. you got to pick a route and stick with You're it. You're talking
3: about the playoff game.
1: No, no, I'm talking about when Brock and Dak played head-to-head. I uh,
3: gotcha, yeah.
1: If that game had been the week before Christmas, Dak wouldn't have even been in the top five the way this works. That's stupid. Well, that's stupid. You've got to remember
3: big games. You've got 50 human beings who vote on it. Yes. And those people are more likely to vote for a cowboy than they are for a quarterback who's a system guy. (laughs) And that's what, I mean, I'm only saying this not only to get you to laugh, but. And it's not the kind of laugh that I normally like to get from you on a Friday. You tend to get giggly, and you start to cackle, I like that. That'll probably happen. I'm in a a very
1: Friday mood right now. I am, too. It's been an amazing
3: week, but... I mean, and you know how this works. You've got people who don't watch every game, and they watch that game against
1: Baltimore, and yeah. he threw four picks, and so... And they were looking for a reason. They, right, I'm and that's why they you, voted Christian and looking Brock. for a reason. It's kind of embarrassing for the media to be like, yeah, I voted for Brock Purdy. Because, like, Cam Newton will come to your house and be like, you dummy. He's just doing what they tell him to do, right. just handing the ball over here, there, and whatever. In that light, like, come if on. you think the Niners are going to win this
3: game... I would look at Christian McCaffrey at plus 450 as the MVP because, remember, human beings vote on this. If if Brock Purdy has a... Brock Purdy game, two hundred and thirty yards and one touchdown. Yeah. And McCaffrey goes for a buck twenty, buck thirty.
1: They'll give it to McCaffrey. Exactly. Yeah, but I think that and the price uh, is nice at plus four fifty. I do think people will have less of a hard time voting for him for Super Bowl MVP than league MVP. True. Super Bowl MVP. I'll buy that. One game. Yep. Great story. Kind of what a lot of people are waiting for to see the answer to. But to vote for him for the whole year means you're like buying a concept. You're like, yep, yeah. he's really good, and you're worried that two years from now he's going to be on the Raiders' bench watching somebody else play football. There is that. Um, it's Football Friday. It's brought to you by Flag and Anthem, and we're sponsored by the Farmer's Dog, and we are so excited. It is freaking Friday before the Super Bowl. How you feeling? 888-957-9570. Mitchell Schwartz, who was on the Chiefs the last time the Niners played him in the Super Bowl is about 45 minutes away. It's Wither and Dibbs.
2: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Now,
3: back to Willard and Dibbs on 95-7 the game. Oh my God! Yes, Mark. Yes, yeah. is this well, not hey. the best Friday ever?
1: Grandpa Daddy's got to be listening. Grandpa and, Daddy. Yeah, we mentioned that he was here with his beautiful daughter. Yes, and, and, and I've never hated Lucas more. Apparently, come on, Lucas. We kicked him out before we got to a commercial break where we could go say hi.
4: I was hoping to meet the guys I'm Grandpa uh,
1: Daddy. Grandpa Daddy, six oh one. Meet me outside. Meet me outside. Cash me. Meet outside. me outside. Meet me outside. Um my gosh, he brought us Niner hoodies. Grandpa Daddy. These things, look at these things. These are beautiful. Thank you so, so much. Grandpa Daddy, this is Grandpa, my official Daddy. Super Bowl gear. This
3: is what I will be wearing. I will be wearing. Either at the Super yes. Bowl party, at Justin Sanchez's house, or at home, depending on how things shake out in my own homestead.
1: Um and but and so, God, damn, it should be chilly, so hoodie is perfect. No Perfect. matter, although the weather's supposed to be pretty good this weekend, right? Yeah. 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 And
3: Grandpa Highly. Daddy knows that I, I like it a little bit more uh a like roomy space. tip. Like, <laughs> Dibs, I noticed the belly. I'm going to get you an exercise up.
1: Thank you, Grandpa like, Daddy. Come on. It's the Super Bowl. Like, you got to be eating some meatballs or something like that. Yeah. I'm going to eat half. it. Thank you. Dude, totally. In the first half, you yeah. know, load up. Because in the second half, it gets a little queasy. Ooh. I won't be leaving the food until the second half. Second half is nervous time, so that's when you grab the alcohol.
6: Dibs, I left you some room for the nachos. It's Grandpa Daddy. Can I be honest here? Yeah, yeah well, go ahead. He's like, I brought another size in case this one doesn't work for Dibs, the one that was wrapped. And I asked which size is which. And he Don't said the it. one he had on the outside was a large. Because I, I know what size you wear. Because uh-huh. we've done this before. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, can, you can go ahead and take
3: that go one. Go and take
1: please.
6: it. <laughs> <So> you, wait. <laughs> Hold on a minute, Lucas.
3: Um, so you told him to leave the XL. Yep, and yeah. take the L. Yeah, told him
1: to hold yeah. that L. Hey, hey, Grandpa Daddy, take the L. Take the L and leave I the feel cannoli. Like I'm taking the leave L. Leave the here. cannoli that's in uh, Dip's stomach. As much as I hate you, Lucas. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it was the right oh, call. Thanks. The right call. <laughs> Good job, Lucas. Lucas doesn't always start with an L. Not a baby
3: and apparently dibs doesn't
6: start with an l either
2: (laughs) call me ukas
1: totally
3: excellent oh gosh
1: you'll be there yeah it's a one that is all in the family man that is all in the family that's some that's some good stuff um all right we're streaming live on twitch and youtube that's where you can go to see dibs's new hoodie it his big new hoodie um (laughs) not big come on i'm a Fat red pumpkin. Okay,
3: okay. I am today in this red sweatshirt. I I
6: only did that because you are wearing red.
3: Thank you, Only reason (laughs) you use that. God. Taking more heat than Steiny in a crossover right now.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Twitch.tv slash 95.7 The Game. (laughs) YouTube.com slash 95.7 The Game. Come see our new hoodies. Uh, you can watch us live, and uh, if uh, if we do get to the point where Dib swears at Grandy, Ooh. you'll get to hear it. The radio audience won't. Oh. You're special. Subscribe to the channel. All of our ninety five seven the game content. Bonte and Joe in the morning. You can see Guru. You can see when Steiny stands up and puts the bag on his shoulder every day. You can tune in on YouTube and see that live. He stands up. His head is then out of the shot, and you get a very good look at what Steiny looks like. From his shoulders to his thighs, it's special. So make sure you hit the thumbs up button there if you like the show. We appreciate it. It's all powered by First NorCal Credit Union Super Bowl Friday.
3: You may you said something interesting last segment about it the doesn't, MVP. It doesn't always
1: happen, and about
3: Brock Purdy and how you you thought that voters might not want to give him the MVP. Mm-hmm by the very nature of him being a flash in the pan kind of a of a, an award winner and so absolutely I, I looked back from Lamar Jackson going backward and you have to go all the way back like really far back to find somebody who would be a flash in the pan you have Matt Ryan in 2016 who won only one cam Newton the year before these are not guys who are flash in the pans. You know, they were highly drafted and they had amazing years. You have to go all the way back to 1982. Mark Mosley, a kicker, won the MVP. What? Mark Mosley, a kicker of the Washington team, won the MVP. And you have to remember that was the, uh, the year when they only had nine games. Mark Mosley won the MVP. Of
1: the regular season? Yes. What? Mark Mosley. Why do I not know that? That's crazy. 1982. He beat out
3: Dan Fouts, Marcus Allen, Joe Thiesman, and Danny White. Can you imagine what the media would do with that today? Right. Justin Tucker, MVP. Sat there
1: and you're like, all right, huh? Mark Mosley or Dan Fouts? Um, yeah. Or Marcus let's Allen. See, we got the guy who engineers air Coryell and a kicker.
3: Let's give to the kicker. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right? He got thirty five uh, uh, thirty five of the say, say uh, thirty-five of the I think uh 68, 74, uh seventy nine votes. Jeez. Forty
1: two percent of the man. precincts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: Strike shortened season. He right? converted yep. twenty three straight field goals in one eighty two.
1: Yeah, he's a kicker. I don't care. Twenty of twenty one. Dude, you could come out. This facts what I'm about to say. 2024 season, you could play on a team that never scores a touchdown, yet Mike Tomlin style sneaks into the playoffs at, at nine and eight, at ten and seven, or sure, nine and sure. eight, and he goes seventy of seventy, and, and, and he never missed a field goal. You got five that are more than sixty yards, and your team never scored a touchdown all year, right? You ain't winning the MVP. You're not even top five. You ain't getting a vote. Right. There no there's no the world would not ever consider even giving one vote to a kicker in 2024. They did go eight and one. That's fantastic. Won the Super Bowl. Good for them. Soccer style. Playoffs don't matter in the MVP vote. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, point is, I do think that I do think that if you want to phrase it that way, people were looking for a reason to vote against Brock or that felt vulnerable. It felt like a vulnerable vote um, because obviously, obviously, there's a healthy portion of the population that is still not quite sure what they're looking at. I don't even think that's 100 percent unfair The way I look at the MVP, though, is stop making it this grandiose thing. Like, we, uh, well, uh, Lamar Jackson is more important than Brock Purdy, and he's more accomplished, and that doesn't matter. We're talking about this year. This year, period. And he produced, as well as anybody, this year. So a, a vote for Brock is not this grandiose statement about his career. If if Mosley the kicker can win, then my God, so can Brock Purdy. But you know, anyway, different era. But yeah, water under the bridge. Uh, let's go to Jonathan in the city here on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Jonathan, what are you doing?
6: Hey, just uh, feeling super, and I got three things here by May that needs to happen if they were to capture the price. Number one, Brock Purdy needs to be this that you know that ultimate game manager. The smooth operator that he is. Keep the offense on schedule all game long. Number two, we need CMC and that running game to be dynamite. Number three, and this is the most important of all, because defense wins championships. That $300 million defensive line needs to be on fire. They need to come out with their hair on fire and just be the game record that they are, especially Nick Bosa. Our said in Hargit, they need to hold the point of attack in the middle and be a stone wall and stop the like Kansas City Chiefs running game. Number three and number four, this is the, 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 the thing that gives me the most confidence heading into this game. And, I, and I'm not too overconfident. I got the appropriate fear because we're, we we're going up against the Mahomes. They're healthy. And what we've been saying all along, all year long, if they're healthy, they're winning this thing. So,
5: let's
1: go Niners. Okay, Jonathan. That's good stuff. Um, that's the stuff that I still can't figure out, though. Um, they were healthy against the Packers and the Lions, too. Yeah. And uh, and came out and had at least periods of what we would consider very poor play. Quite frankly, on uh, on both sides of the ball, I don't know about very poor. Substandard. And, and yes, um, the defense in the first half against the Lions, I will use that phrase, very poor. Yeah. Um, just and they were flaccid mark it's maddening and it's what 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 gets me is i can't for the life of me despite watching a lot of this stuff again listening to those who are really in the know i can't figure out why 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 it looked that way i can't figure it out and a lot of us have gotten ourselves to the point where we expect the defense will look different on sunday and I think that's simply because we want it to, or we think it should. right. But if I can't figure out why they look so bad, I also can't come up with a rational reason why they will look different coming up uh, on, uh, on 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 Sunday. So like I, I I don't know. I don't know what to expect.
3: Well, there's no rational reason why they would or would not play better and play harder in the Super Bowl. Like the irrational reason is, it's the Super Bowl, and it's you know 60 minutes for history. You can be a champ or you can not be a champ. and Well, that should be enough, darn it, to make sure that you play hard. <laughs> but then you go back to the Detroit game, and it's really the same thing. It's win or go home, and you are at home, and you came out, and defensively you were on your heels. And I listened to Neal a lot today with Steining and Guru, and he was talking about them just not showing that that same effort The effort level wasn't there, and you got pushed around. And it took until you got to halftime before you really kind of woke up and realized you were in a fight for your season. And so do they have that same wake-up call again? Because if you fall behind Mahomes in the same way you fell behind Jared Goff and Dan Campbell, you're not going to come back against this team. Uh,
1: Listen, I, 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 I get it. You know, that and that's that's what the only thing that bothers me about this, because I do think the Niners are the better team. I do like their chances. I do think that this is about 49ers versus Chiefs, not Purdy versus Mahomes. I think all of those things, but when people say, Well, the defense is gonna come out ready to go, pin their ears back now because it's the Super Bowl. Right. The last one was the NFC championship game in your own building. On some level, was that not big? Not big enough, In, Mark. Other, in other like the Niners <laughs> came out and they're just like, wow, yeah, it was just, it's just the NFC title game. Like, no, that's not how they were feeling. Okay, boombox was there, the dancing was going, the trip to the Super Bowl was on the line, and you were in your own locker room, and a bunch of them came out and underperformed. And, and we act like now that's not possible on Sunday because Steve Wilkes talked to them. Right. So now it's all better. What? Yeah, I'm not buying that. It doesn't like, I, I, I believe they can be better because they've been better. But this whole like, we buttoned it up, we talked to them. I still have concerns. For sure. I still have concerns because if it's in your DNA to do what you did 2 weeks ago, then it's in your DNA to do it again this week. And why did they do it 2 weeks ago? Why
3: did they come out and play so lackluster? I don't know. Did you look at Detroit and think, "Well, we got this." Yeah, maybe so, maybe
1: they didn't maybe they weren't scared of the Lions. Right. I don't know.
3: So are you now scared of the Chiefs? It's easier because you should be. It's
1: easier to be scared of the
3: Chiefs, right? You know what I mean. And I wonder if Steve Wilkes like sent a scare into the room and said, you know, showed the tape and said, "Guys, this is not going to be good enough." And if that's the case, then maybe that was the wake-up call. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, nobody knows until we actually see it, and Um, we know that the Chiefs will likely start with the ball, unless.
1: uh, I don't know how does Andy Reid like to play that.
3: Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Yeah. the Niners have the toss, so if the Niners lose the toss, will Andy defer?
1: I don't know. Give it to Kyle first? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, lo- I'd love some Chiefs data on that. Grandy Lucas, can you can guys yeah, it, look yeah. that up and see what the Chiefs usually do when they win the toss? Uh, maybe they defer, too.
3: If I'm Andy and I win the toss, I'm going to defer. I want to make Kyle uncomfortable. Um, And it's on record that Kyle
1: wants the ball to start the second half. Sure.
3: Sure. And if I'm Andy and I have a great defense, go ahead, Niner offense, show me.
1: Yeah, but it would be a pull if I'm Andy Reid to be like, just send Patrick out. They've been, phen- flex. They've been phenomenal on opening drives. Now, if you can grab a 7 nothing lead, it is incredibly significant in these playoffs. They did it against Baltimore, and they ended up winning a low-scoring close game by seven points. Um again the Niners two wins are the only playoff outcomes this entire season where the team that won didn't score first. So it would be a draw to me if I was Andy Reid to be like, put in Patrick. Send in, send in Patrick. Send in Mahomes. Yeah, that would be a draw. That would be a draw, for sure. I'm looking Um, at the
3: odds real quick, Mark. And uh, the Niners this year, uh, offensive score 59% of the time on the opening drive. Okay. 35% TD, 24% field goal. The Chiefs are at 29%. Hmm. 24 TD
6: and 6% field goal. Interesting. I can't find what Andy Reid prefers to do if he wins the toss, but yeah. I know someone who will be able to tell us Mitchell Schwartz in about half an
1: hour. Yeah, although that could have evolved over the last few years. I know Mitchell. Maybe. Yeah, Mitchell's not on the team anymore, but yeah, we'll ask him. Um, we'll ask about that whole uh, that whole process they go through, the thought process of uh, of all of that. Robin in the city here on uh, Weather and Divs. Hey, Robin.
4: Hey, you guys. So listen. <laughs> I can't I
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Get Robin back on the line. Yeah. I can't I cannot hear I heard Super Bowl party and I didn't hear anything else. I didn't hear anything else out of that. I'd love to hear about her Super Bowl party though.
3: Yeah. And, uh will there be an invite extended because I know that you're a you're a Super Bowl free agent still as far as I know uh not really not Have we really. firmed
1: up plans well we're not but we're not looking I told you this early in the week we're not looking for a party I'm not looking I'm looking for a Purdy I'm not looking for a party' not really. looking for a no. Purdy party I'm for a Super Bowl Purdy not a Super Bowl party yeah because I uh, am a uh, control freak in this situation
3: oh in this situation only in this okay situation. yeah
1: go ahead and cut that only for in, my own personal only real. only in this situation gotcha yeah gotcha the other 364 days of the year I really don't have much of an opinion about so this how it really goes.
3: comes down to like a your place <laughs> or mine kind of a vibe right now
1: yeah. with you and the lovely Christy sure. um kinda yeah. yeah yeah which which seat do you want I've told her I got the menu. Okay. He let me take care of the menu, and uh, we're going to keep it small. I'm going to eat it. There you go. What are you going to come with? Over or under five and a half people. Well, you're going to go with your uh,
3: your signature dip, right?
1: No. Your Daisy Dips. Well, Daisy, Daisy Dips, sure, dips, but I don't duh. need to make that. I no, just need right. to buy it. Yep. Um, although I know a guy. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I don't need to do any of that, but... Uh, I'm gonna make uh, my mom's famous meatball recipe.
3: Okay, mom, uh, the uh, meatballs.
1: And then there are a few special requests. Some of the people attending don't even know that they've made the request.
3: Look at you, chestnut not checkers. Well, she's
1: probably listening, so I'm not gonna say it out loud. Okay, okay. There will be a special, individual, targeted meals. Look at you served at the Super Bowl purdy. Are you scripting your first ten meals? We're Your scripting first the sides. whole four quarters. Okay. We're scripting all I like four quarters. That. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, Robin's back. Let's try again. Hi, Robin. You better? Hi. Yeah, can you hear me now? Now hey. we got you.
4: Okay, so, you know, my 25-year-old son, you know, the one that kicked out the house with yeah, the dog yeah. and the baby and all that. He's got his own place, you know. So, of course, he's still up to the same old tactics. Mom, we're having a Superberry party, but y'all bring this stuff. I'm like, dude, you, some things just never change. But well, at least you're not getting <laughs> in my house. So here's the menu. <laughs> here's the menu, because, you know, we're Mexican and black, so we're going to have some fried chicken. We're going to have some sweet and sour, uh, uh, flat, all flats. They have to be flat chicken. We're going to have guacamole dip. We're going to have salsa. We're going to have garlic noodles. We're going to have potato salad. And we're going to have spinach dip. But here's the reason that got me to call. The second half, it, we're going to have margaritas just in case we lose. Because that's how we're going to do it. We're going to do right. second half is the drinks. That's for the right? drinks. And I'm, and I'm by making my cheap son by the alcohol, okay? I love this it. The other thing I want to say... Second thing I want to say, Dibs, is to you, sweetheart.
1: When that baby gonna be? Because the baby can't be around when you watching a Super Bowl. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's Robin, what I'm thank saying. You. Thank you. You and got to just, eject
3: the baby, Robin, you, and just remind your son get your damn dog. Because that's still one of the great drops in 95 The game history. Don't forget to eject the baby. You got to eject the baby. Well, you got to do it. Here's the thing about the baby. So if we start the game with the baby. And the Chiefs go up 7-0. No, no, no. The baby, baby gets a yellow card caution. If the Chiefs make it 10-0, the
1: baby would be ejected. Uh, the baby gets it. Yeah. I don't like the way you're playing this, but, well, it's, but it's your party. So it's my baby, yeah, it's Mark. It's your baby, and yeah. it's, I'm this, just saying. This baby
3: has already like become my little sports fan homie. So like this morning, we were watching the Waste Management, the second round from Phoenix. Who's Hello, friends.
1: she bet on? Sam Burns. Okay.
3: We're Burns' household this All right. weekend. All right. But I... You know, normally she wants Coco and she wants Masha and the Bear and she wants. I'm in love with the Coco mm. Coco melon for those of <laughs> you out there. But today I put on golf and she's like, "Where's Rich Lerner? Get me Steve Sands she in the tower at she 18. Get me Sansy.
1: I'm telling you, she's
3: my little sports homie, Mark. It's my, it's my, you got to
1: start him young. I got two predictions this weekend: Niners 24, Chiefs 13. Okay, and you regretting how you played it with the baby. Those are my two predictions. You got to roll with the baby. No, you don't. If I have the baby. You got to roll, period.
3: If the Niners come out and they score and I've got baby Milo on my lap. You got to get down. Then she stays. <laughs> <laughs> if the Chiefs open up with uh, an eight-play drive, anyways. then she's
1: got to go. I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad Robin pointed out though. Again, be strategic here. Don't be one of these people at the Super Bowl party who's like, "Oh, I don't want to, you know, get too full. I want to pace myself, or I don't want to be the first one to, to you know, interrupt the guacamole. It looks so pretty over there in the bowl." be the first one go crazy eat early because the nerves come in the second half and you need to drink and once you start drinking you better have that base you know i'm all about that base thank you no trouble about that base
3: get out of here no
1: tr- no trouble <laughs> megan trainer <laughs> just see i surprise you and then i disappoint that you.
3: was really disappointing <laughs> i'll be honest I do want to just close the book on Robin's call. Uh, If you, like when it comes to chicken wings, flats are the only thing. If you are talking about the drums, that's not a wing. That's called a drumstick. The chicken wing is literally the only, the only thing that makes a chicken wing a chicken wing is the wing. Miss me with your drums.
1: That's a chicken leg. It's not a wing. Can we get back to the Niners Not a wing. No, you're right. I'm with you. Let's get back to the Niners. How you
2: feeling?
1: Nervous. What happened between yesterday and today? I've been listening to a lot of experts. Okay. See, did you hear what D'Amico Ryan said? Never heard of him. Yeah. No. Okay. Oh, I think he said Danico, Ryan. No, Demico Danico. Did you hear what Teron Armstead, Miami Dolphin, said about Brock Purdy? Eric's nephew. Um, I would like to uh I would like to play that for you if you Do haven't it. heard it you yet. You won't. Uh, I will. That's what's coming up next. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, and uh yeah, Mitchell Schwartz is gonna be in about twenty minutes. Played for the Chiefs four years ago. San Francisco Sheriff's Office Countdown to Kickoff Clock says that we are two days, 34 minutes, and 20 seconds away from the big game. And we're presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises, plenty of room for your calls. How you feeling on Willard and Dibs?
3: The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Zenni, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at
2: Zenni.com.